So welcome to Monday. Hope you're all doing well. King Dinosaur? Oh, dude, thanks for the resubscription, man. I really appreciate that. For five months. Thank you so much. It really means a ton to me. Uh, I can't thank you enough for that, brother. Thank you. Um, got Krista and Wild Bill <coughs> stopping on in to say hello. Let's pour ourselves a drink. Today actually wasn't that bad of a day, uh, even though yesterday uh, had some heartbreak, heartache, nastiness, whatever. Today, in terms of everything else, was kind of all right. Had a great gym session, which always helps. Uh, I know I say that a lot, and it might sound like, I don't know, internet bro whatever bullshit, but really does help clear my head. I mean that a thousand percent. So, that was good. A little motorcycle ride, played video games, had, had some delicious, had the last of my pickled eggs. I gotta get some more pickled eggs. It's like one of my favorite things. So, but how are all the rest of you doing? Sound off. How you doing? All right, cheers. Mm -hmm. King Dinosaur has a question before things get rolling. Ask away, sir. I would love to hear your question. The topic, the topic topic will probably be after the 30-minute break. Uh, Bill did lots of coding, and he bought and played Evil Genius 2 for a half hour, and then asked for a refund. <laughs> I knew some people were like, Oh my god, it's the greatest game ever! I'm like, I just... Black Cat, <coughs> cheers to you too. Man, I'm sorry, my uh, allergies are still bad. Are all Department of Licensing websites complete ass or just Washington State? Uh, a lot of them are real shit. Uh, I agree with Bill. They all are almost by definition. <laughs> Crystal went to the beach today and is probably going back tomorrow. What do you like to do at the beach? What's your, when you go to the beach, what's your, what's your, what's your pattern of relaxation when you go? If you don't mind sharing. Um, but yes, they are almost all terrible King Dinosaur. Most stuff that again is done, I'm going to say like government wise, those contracts, they don't get to spend a lot of money. The, the places that pick up the contracts, they sell it to the lowest bidder. That usually means it's outsourced. There's no maintenance. There's no bug fixes. There's very little testing. The shit gets done. Nobody knows how to fix it. Nobody knows how to maintain it. So it quickly descends into the trash toilet. Unless you have some... Now, they had a partnership here, at least for, I think, a little bit in Michigan, where they were <laughs> basically using, I think, like, the University of Michigan... There's like some thing with the University of Michigan where like, hey, you can code for the government. Like basically the fucking the government getting free work by making college kids fix their horse shit. I think they might have gotten in trouble for that. But like, yeah, they're usually terrible. Uh, Black Cat says she doesn't think they have a Department of Licensing in Colorado. It's different. Well, 
in a lot of cases, whether it's the secretary, I mean, I've even seen some secretary of state and Michigan state of police websites that were just fucking dog shit. Uh, Krista likes to just chill and watch the waves and swim and listen to music and just be there is relaxing. Yeah. Like I like that too. I, the last couple times I went, I just kind of float in the water and have a drink and talk. And I know like some people like to do music and that's cool. I often get annoyed at the people who play the music so loud. I'm like, look, I came here to listen to the water and relax. If you'd like to listen to the local classic rock station that plays the same four songs over and over, you've heard these a bazillion times. Do you really need to blast those that loud? I get it. You love Sweet Home Alabama, but you don't need to play it so loud that they can hear it fucking on the next Quasar. God damn. Um... Black Cat is now asking what I'm talking about. What's that emoji? I don't know what that one emoji is, but then there's like a head crack. What am I talking about? Well, right now we're talking about shitty websites made by the government. <clears throat> uh, swimming in the Water. Mellow Corn. Uh, Evil Genius 2, which kind of sucks. Maybe 20 years ago, I would have... Maybe 25 years ago, I would have thought it was fun. But the second half of the episode today is a surprise yet. We don't know what we, you guys don't know what the cigar girl is going to talk about. Could be all sorts of crazy things. Krista says, dang it, I keep forgetting my commas. I mean, it's all right. Other than when it really gets you into trouble. <laughs> Uh, I did try, I have, a, I have a neat experiment coming when October rolls around. We'll see if it, we'll see how it works. If it gives people headaches, I'll just, just forget it. But we did confirm next week, October 5th, we are going to have Lady Winners. Lady Winners will be here. I'm, I'm going to finally get to share my spookiest story. So I did confirm that with her today. I think, I think. If we can all persuade him, we might be able to get Scott West to come back on the show. <laughs> Let's eat grandma. <laughs> Let's eat grandma. Yeah. Grandma, it is weird. Black Cat, how was your day today? Did you have any... Bizarre adventures. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Frogger Boy. By the way, I was telling Scott, I got feedback on the Frogger story from a friend of mine. And he uh, he was so touched by that story because of remembering sort of a similar thing. Going and playing video games at like the corner store in the arcade. And times in the summer with friends and mischief and all that. And uh, he's having a little bit, a little bit of a struggle. He's he, he's got uh, some kids and issues and and he's struggling a little bit. And so that story really, uh, story really touched him. And so, like I told Scott, you have the voice. So, again, you might think that I sometimes like just heap out praise, but like. 
I ain't pulling that out of my ass. You can have other people tell you too. Like, it's not just me. Yes, I'm biased because I like your writing, but that was uh, from sort of a person who's wa who's listened to this is usually very quiet, doesn't really give a lot of feedback, and that was one of the pieces of feedback I got. So, cheers to cheers to you all. You, I don't know what the percentage breakdown is, but some of the most popular episodes of the show have been your guys' content, whether it's Bill's posts or King Dinosaur's writing or guests or whatever, right? Like, awesome. Awesome. I feel like in terms of this being a little bit more of a lounge, kind of like a radio show, like you want those things to be the best part of the show. Like, and I'm here fucking, whatever, five nights a week, so. Um, well, good. I'm glad, Scott. Um, I'm excited. You know, and I hope that the, I, I have, okay, <clears throat> Bill, I have been also refreshed and revitalized. Now, granted, some of them are a little on the well, actually, spectrum. But besides that, it has been very refreshing to see a group of people who are all focusing on and discussing creative endeavors and whatever else who aren't just focusing on politics, poop throwing, and whatever. Um, but that group, that convention, the writing, some good folks there. So that is scheduled to happen again next year. That will probably be either in the middle or near to the end of September. So keep an eye out for that, uh, just in case. Okay? Well, what happened? kick my blanket. At some point I gotta take these blankets down out of here, I think, too, and air them out, but that's a pain in the ass. Actually, I should take these and, I should take these and take them to the laundromat and just put them in a dryer or something, just run through a dryer, so I don't wanna, like, wash them, wash them, because they might disintegrate. <clears throat> Already over 30 registrations for next year. Yeah, I imagine a lot of the people that were there instantly re-signed up. Uh, and no, I did. Mm. I am also, <clears throat> I picked tonight's topic because for dinner I had three pickled eggs and a protein shake. And uh, I'm hungry, <laughs> but I'm not going to eat. There's no more eating for me. Um, but I, I... Somebody brought this up because of a weird advertising campaign. And then I went a little bit down a rabbit hole in terms of reading. And it's sort of a bizarre story. It's like, what in the fuck? Oh, you're sipping on some Jack? Is it just regular Jack Daniels or did you get any flavored stuff? I I have, for me, th there's a sweetness to Jack Daniels that I, I don't find palatable. However, I applaud you and your choice of drinking a fine whiskey one way or another. Mm. The, um, the episode I did last year, I did an episode last year on fall preparation. I'm probably not going to repeat all that stuff, but now that fall is rolling around, 
Uh, make sure you start doing prep for your home if you live in an area of the country where it gets cold. Don't forget, and I keep forgetting, so I need to write myself a note so I do this tomorrow. Get your furnace checked. Get your furnace checked. Change your fucking air filter in your furnace if you have a furnace. Get all that stuff done now because what will happen is everybody else will wait to the last minute and then the next thing you know, you'll be getting your furnace checked in fucking February. So get on that, all right? Prep your shit. Turn your water spot off outside when it starts to get freezing. Don't have your pipes burst. Check for holes. Cock it with silicone cock. Do all that shit, right? <clears throat> the original, you ran out of mixer. I mean, I, I just... Whiskey and a little bit of water. Well, I feel like adding a lot of the other mixer stuff is what gets me a headache. So, I just drink straight booze. <laughs> and I keep eyeing the tiny little bit of that lemoncello that I have left. The... F- Waiting for my friend to come over so I can taste it and like, uh, really want <clears throat> So, um, yes, prep your house. Spooky time, October's coming up. Um, I am wondering this year if there's going to be more trick-or-treaters than last year. What do you guys think? Do you think people are still going to be bothered to the point of COVID where there's not going to be a lot of trick-or-treaters? Or do you think this year there's going to be more activity? Last year, I ended up with so much candy left over. Still almost 80 degrees there. I mean, it was warm here today, too. It was almost 80-ish. It cooled off a little bit now at night, but it's very nice. Yeah, I hope so too, King Dinosaur. This year I was going to like spring for a cool mask and, and do all sorts of stuff. But if, if it seems like shit's going to get closed down, then I'm not going to do that. They have, these, they have these masks that are made out of like theatrical grade silicone. And there's like a mesh in it so that you kind of can't tear and split the silicone. And so you really have to stretch them to put them on. But when you put them on, they fit to your face to the point where as you move your facial muscles, the mask moves with you so they look real. Um, and man, I really wanted to get one of those because they look spooky. I always had a dream of being like the creep house on the block. Uh, this is the first year you've been in a house in a neighborhood in a long time. Well then, man, I, I really hope that the, the kids come by and do trick-or-treating. That, that, it's just it's fun. Uh, Black Cat says, Maybe he should be this place. <laughs> well, you could always, do you have, do you know anyone else who does that? Like, uh, any other neighborhoods? You just go walk around. <coughs> All right. Or some sort of fun place where maybe there are kids. Children. Bill, what about you your house? You're, you're kind of like back off the beaten path. I imagine you probably don't get much of that. Because it's covered in dead snakes. By the way, did you see that picture of that fucking spider outside my back door? That's what I would call a meal spider. Holy shit. I almost walked right into that son of a bitch. It smells. <laughs> I mean, my apartment is so smelly. Give me 
Oh yeah, nobody nobody comes here. I always wanted to get. I wish I had like a really cool. You know, some of the houses are set up for it here in Michigan. Anyway, I imagine there's probably other houses like this elsewhere. But Kurgan, you'll know what I'm talking about when you listen to this. But there were some houses over off the street called Garfield, and they had on the front of the house. And I don't know if they were modeled after almost like these like Italian via style places, but there was like. You know, like a front porch, but then there was like a bricked sort of wall piece that came out and then would often have like a hole in the middle with like little like wrought iron bars or whatever to make it kind of like ornamental looking. And then some of them even had like little gates. In those houses, I'm like, that's like the perfect spook house setup because the infrastructure is basically almost already all set up. All you do is put some lights and creepy shit in there. Have the candy bowl be at the back of the little walkway so that the older kids have to go back there. You have a front runner so that if little kids come and they're too scared, you know, you have like a friendly witch or something. Give the kid, little kids candy so I have to go back there. But then you tell everybody else, no, you have to go back there. You put fucking lights and a fog machine and shit. I'm like, God, that's like perfect. It's like perfect. Thermite drops in with a hoi. Thermite, how you been doing? I, uh, you sound like you were you were struggling a little bit lately. Well, how how you how have you been, man? You loved that when you were a kid. The spooking, the better. That's how I always was. <coughs> I initially used to be really scared of that, but then uh, one year I went as the Grim Reaper and I had this like cloth skeleton mask thing and like a scythe and all that shit. And uh, the one creepy house that we went to had a Grim Reaper. And so when I went up to get my candy, he patted me on the head. <laughs> patted me on the head and I got my candy. My sister was really terrified, so it was pretty good. You're even shitier today? Well, that's no good. I mean, are, are you, like, uh, sick and in pain? Or work is so not fun? I mean, it rarely is, but I'm sorry to hear that, dude. That's, that's not good. I, I don't like to hear that. Krista's not sure if you're doing the trick-or-treat thing because in the past, when the landlady was alive, you were told not to. You'll ask the son when you get home next week. Do you have any friends that live in, in like, another neighborhood? So when I had my one condo, there weren't really a lot of kids that would go through there. So I would kind of close things up, and I would go to a friend's house where they had a larger neighborhood, and we would just give out extra candy out over there. You know, I'd usually usually leave a small bowl out just by my house in case any kids did come by. Uh, but I would just go to a friend or relative's house where they had some more activity. Because I like watching the kids walk around. I like seeing their costumes. I like the vibe. Like, it's just, it's just cool, you know? Like, I've always loved that. Last year was just was just such a bummer. I was so sad. Black Cat, I think you're really... Black Cat, you must be here on October 5th. You're going to love the story that I have to tell. So you do not want to miss the October 5th episode. I'm telling you. So you got some other fun stuff also uh, going on. The only real friend you had you just said goodbye to. Oh, that sucks. Well, you can come here. Or you, can go to, uh, you can go to King Dinosaur's house. We're going to have King Dinosaur's house uh, trick-or-treating. 
Does does anyone have Okay, we well, maybe we talk about fair. So we have a candy that they always hate. Like <coughs> Yeah, talking about Halloween. Trick or treating in particular. You have like candy where you get it and you're like, fuck, I hate these. I gotta be honest, I don't it's that one it's like it's like uh Bill, you hate most of it, but I would have figured that you with a sweet tooth, you would love candy. That's what's surprising to me. I would have thought that you would have been all about the candy. I mean, I can I can understand, like, circus peanuts, but, like, <laughs> I gotta be honest, I kind of love circus peanuts. Um, see, like, black licorice, the artificial black licorice is gross. Like, real black licorice is kind of good. Here's the thing, I don't like shit in my stuff. But like, <laughs> yeah, but like a Tootsie Pop, that's just like, yeah, but they're not all like, okay, so I get most of it. But what about like a Tootsie Pop or um, like just a regular chocolate bar? I mean, a lot of them are, like Snickers. I don't like Snickers. I know, like, well, Snickers says, I'm like, this just feels like a fucking garbage can of shit. I don't like, like, I don't like it. So you like everything else, you just don't like that licorice. I mean, I, that's fair. Black licorice is very polarizing, right? Like, in some of my taste, I'm like, oh. But then, like, I don't know. There's other, like, those soft, there's, like, those soft black licorice candies. And they have that, like, sprinkle stuff. Sometimes it's almost like a coconut on the outside. I love those. You have to keep those away from me because I will, that's food to me. I will eat that like a meal. Keep it away. Uh, Bill says, chocolate bars end up being melted messes. Tootsie Pops are this weird demonic chocolate licorice. There's no licorice in it. What are you talking about? That's chocolate. It's a, it's a chocolate, it's a Tootsie Roll. There's no licorice in there. <laughs> Unless you got the magical trick Tootsie Pop that was really a licorice pop. Oh, that'd be terrible. Ugh. It's chocolate, but weirdly gummy. I mean, it is kind of like chocolate sludge. It's chocolate. It is kind of like chocolate goo. I had so much fucking Tootsie Roll left over at the end of last year. The one day, uh, I accidentally, accidentally got higher than I was supposed to. And I was like, I should just fill up my whole mouth with Tootsie Roll. I did it. And then it was like drooling down. Okay. I'm going to stop that conversation. Anyway, uh, Thermite, you don't celebrate Halloween, so you can't add much, but what about candy? Do you like any candies or do you hate any particular candy? I mean, I know where you're at. You probably have a different variety of stuff than we do, for example, here in the United States. But is there any particular candy by you that you don't like? King Dinosaur didn't eat any candy. He just got a rock. Well, don't taunt little kids and be blind and have them feed you rocks out of the parking lot. Satanic black licorice. I always hated fucking good and plenties. Good and plenties... Or the worst shit licorice. 
with the worst shit candy coating. Fuck those candies. Good and plenty. This is just call them plenty of garbage because they are like fucking. Ugh. Thermite just hates raisins. Any candies otherwise he's fine with. Huh. Interesting. Milk duds? And milk duds or <coughs> milk duds are good until they pull off one of your crowns. Then you'll never eat another milk dud. That's where I'm at. Oh, Reese's and Skittles. A mouthful of Skittles. So does anybody know this? Has anybody experienced this? Skittles. If you get a big ball of Skittle and you kind of like chew it and you like push around on your tongue, it reaches this state where it like pseudo disintegrates. And I love the texture and flavor burst that comes out of it when it does that like disintegration move. (laughs) So not the peanut M&Ms, but what about the peanut butter M&Ms? Well, I have You have to take your punishment first. No, I don't want those candies. Somebody else who likes gross candies can eat those. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The Skittles. They do. It's like a, there's like they go through this like transformation stage, and I love that. Oh God, it's my favorite. The cool part of post trick or treat was trading the shit candy with someone who liked it. Right. It's like, uh, oh, like I always liked those wafer flying saucers with the little beads in it and like everybody else hated those so I was like oh give me them yeah you can have all these good and plenty fucking this candy sucks it's like noodles but shit (laughs) and like milk duds yeah I liked them until I got older and had fillings and crowns and now I'm like they might as well just call that dental work destroyer because that's what those are Oh, and the other thing that I'm, like, that is just fucking gross. So, like, I like a lot of candy, because I have a sweet tooth, which is why I can't buy it. Smarties. Like, I fucking hate Smarties. Like, I feel like Smarties, like, you just crush them up and, like, snort them like cocaine or something. But they're just fucking gross. They're, like, these stupid little, (laughs) like, noodles... But shit. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> Bill loves Smarties. No, see, I, nerds, grape nerds, I will eat piles of grape nerds. I love the grape nerds. There's a few flavors of the nerd candies that are just beyond delicious. I don't really like sweet tarts. But the chewy sweet tarts that come in, like, the fat disc, you can do the same disintegration move on those that you can do on the fucking Skittles. And so I love them. It's all about the technique. Oh, yeah. I mean, they do kind of get everywhere. Especially if you have a box that breaks and they spill all over the place and you get ants everywhere. I'm like the anti-you with candy. (laughs) What about just... Classic rock candy. It's just sugar, a crystal sugar with a little bit of flavoring in it. Those are medicine? No, I thought medicine, the medicine candies were, um, 
Those Canada mints. Because they're like Pepto-Bismol. It's like Pepto-Bismol is a candy. That's why I love them. Oh, that's fine to you or leave it. You love Smarties too? They're a little like those after-dinner mints. You know, like... <laughs> Smarties, that's like, they're colored, but then they're like... But they all just taste like fucking... Those paper button things are just ridiculous. Because you end up eating a bunch of paper. The paper button things wouldn't be bad if they increased the size of the button by like 64%. They're like teeny. And so number one, to get any sort of candiness, you have to eat a bunch of them. And then because you're trying to eat them in a hurry, you just like scrape them off the paper and then you end up eating a bunch of paper. No, wait a minute. How does that make any sense? You hate the candy jewelry. That's just Smarties on a string. <laughs> this conversation is awesome. I love it. You used to make rock candy in a on a rusty nail. Wh what? <laughs> I feel like those paper button things are like real old school candy. When it was like, did you till the field and fill the grain silo and repair the fence and milk the cows and slaughter six pigs and raise a barn and, and forge tools and churn the butter and yes, Papa. Okay. Then you can have one candy. And then you get the one little button off the piece of paper. It's like, <gasps> I feel like that's <laughs> the candy necklace makes your shirts. Kids are walking around; they're all sticky. You can't wear them as jewelry. You just break the piece of string and just eat the candy. At least that's what I always used to do. That's like that lick a stick thing with the sugar ass butt suppository. Who eats that thing? Just throw that in the trash and then just eat the powder like you're some sort of crack feed. I need it. It's like gritty on your teeth. <laughs> Fucking candy. <laughs> Anyone, but especially Bill, have you tried Mexican candy? Like the, the chili pepper hot, uh, can't remember what they were. They were like these tamarind chews and they had chili powder on them. So they were like spicy and people were like, ew, gross. And I was like, no, they're fucking good. It's like you get this salty, spicy the only good thing about the candy necklace is when it's sexy adult time. Yeah, but like, that's, I feel like that's just not a, but that's like not a sexy candy. Like, I could put chocolate syrup on your nipples and lick that off. That's kind of hot. What am I going to do with that candy necklace? Start crunching on it and then like chewing it and like there's pieces of my teeth falling out and like... <laughs> The 
the elastic necklace. It'd get pulled and get hit you in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's all they would do is they'd pull on it and it'd just be a mess. And then there's bees everywhere. Bill just had an adventure, an idea. Bill, you're going to share this idea? Thermite, have a good day at work, man. I know work sucks. Get through it the best you can. You'll be home soon and you'll be able to relax. Thank you so much for stopping in. I really appreciate all the support, brother. I, I really mean that. Thank you so much for stopping by. Oh, you're not going to fucking share it? You fucking asshole. Fine. Bill is going to keep his secret. He's going to keep his secret idea. All right. Well, you have to share it at some point, though, because... <laughs> Lavender candy? Isn't that like... Bath salts? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like lavender isn't the thing that I would want to eat. But no, I haven't had it. Is it, is it good? When it gets wet and melts in places. But like, it's the candy necklace thing. I don't... Just candy necklace. I, it's like not even good candy. That's fair. If you enjoy that as a, like... To be fair, I have never tried the elastic candy necklace as a sex thing. So I, I don't know. <laughs> the stupidest thing in the world. Okay, can we talk for just one more second before I switch topics? Let's talk about the dopiest candy in the world. With those fucking ring pops. It's like a little plastic ring shaped like a jewel. And you're supposed to like suck on it while it's on your hand. And then you'd see little kids with that. And they'd be just sticky all over their hand. And they usually got it at the baseball park. So then there'd be dirt and grass and all sorts of crud. All stuck to their hand. <laughs> just fucking have a lollipop. Or just pull it off that stupid ring and just eat it. They make panties and bras. <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with panties and bras. But they do have edible ones, correct. Or aren't they like fruit roll-ups? Basically a fruit roll-up. I feel like you could just buy a fruit roll-up and just make your own. Oh, vi- Wait, violet candy? <coughs> Cat Minecraft, do you want a lollipop? What's your favorite flavor? I like grape or the artificial chocolate ones. There's something about certain artificial chocolate that tastes really good to me. Any. Hmm. I used to, when I was younger like the blow pops because then you get a piece of chewing gum. But those lollipops are crap and the flavors are shit and the gum is shit. You're better off getting a Tootsie Pop in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Podcast folks, take a break and be right back. <laughs> Podcast folks, now that you're back, 
we're going to continue our discussion of food. And today, we're going to talk about something really weird. Okay? We're going to talk about Quiznos. Mmm, toasty! I remember when Quiznos, like, exploded. And it was like, oh, why would you get a shitty Subway sub when you can get Quiznos? And it's toasted, and they just had, like, like they had this, like, mushroom steak sub, and, like, it was fucking delicious. Okay? So, we're going to go through this Wikipedia article, because this gets weird. Because we were talking about this, and we are like, where did they go? What happened? Like, I feel like that company was like, they were everywhere, and they just fucking disappeared. Well, here's sort of what happened. Okay. It was founded in 1981 by Jimmy Lombatos and sold to Rick and Richard Shaden 10 years later before growing to nearly 5,000 restaurants. As of 2013, Quiznos was the second largest submarine shop in North America behind Subway. 2016 survey indicated that Quiznos was the ninth by sales. The, uh, they only had 400 locations remaining by 2017 after a high of 4,700 locations just a decade earlier. So what happened? What happened? So Krista, I know you're not. A, you say you're not a fan. I liked them as a changeup. I used, we used to get a little, like we used to when I worked in downtown Detroit. There's a subway down there and a Quiznos down there. So we always used to go to one or the other, depending on just, you know, when you get sick of one, you'd go to the other place, right? And I like Quiznos because they had, they did have the pepper bar. They did have the pepper. Hey, put more stuff in my sandwich. <laughs> That's Black Cat. Man, I don't know, I, outside of that and outside of the complaints, you're, you're about to go down a weird rabbit hole, Okay. Used to go with your mom and dad when I was in town. It was so good. They had a couple that were good. They had a couple subs that were like, eh. But I just liked that they were a little different. They had some different sauces. And yeah, they had the pepper bars. You could put a bunch of peppers and stuff on there. Mmm. So here we go. The early history. The first one was opened in Denver, Colorado. Uh, he was the Lombados was an experienced chef. And he worked... Uh, at the Colorado Mine Company Steakhouse and founded an Italian restaurant called Footers. Um, let's see. It was there the recipes for Quiznos, special baguette-style bread, special dressings, and unique recipes were created. The sandwich shop earned a following for its toasted subs that Lombardo said were inspired by the oven-baked sandwiches he enjoyed while growing up in New York. New York, Bill! It's all New York's fault. Lombardo said of his decision to toast the sandwiches, it's a signature type of thing. Heating anything brings out the flavors and food products. The restaurant menu featured toasted submarine sandwiches as well as salads, soups, and desserts. After two years, uh, they offered franchises to facilitate expansion, offering the first franchises in 1983. They were offered under the name Quiznos American. By 87, there were 12 of them. Uh, that year, Rick Shaden, at the age of 23, and his father, aviation attorney Richard Shaden, opened the first Quiznos franchise in Boulder, Colorado Shopping Center. They opened three additional restaurants before purchasing the 18-restaurant chain from Founders 91 and renamed it the Quiznos Franchise Corporation. <clears throat> you color-collected a lot of the damn advertising images? Their advertising got weird. It got really weird. Um, 
So it went public in 94 uh, with a million shares, resulting in 4.4 million yield. By the end of 95, they had 103 locations. All right. Now, by 97, they were the number three submarine sandwich franchise in the world with 270 locations in the U.S. and Puerto Rico. The following year, Quiznos Canada acquired the franchise rights and then the United Kingdom in 99. Uh, let's see, moving on in 2005, they pump, they partnered with Ray Wilson to open a new chain of fitness clubs called one, two, three fit. It's peak in 2007. There are more than 5,000 Quiznos franchise locations in 2014. They had locations in Iraq and Pakistan. So they went all the way up to international expansion. They went to Vancouver. They went to the United Kingdom. Uh, Wendy's did the rights for Australia and New Zealand. Uh, they apparently weren't successful open there, but they did have it in uh, Mexico. They had it in India and in Philippines, St. Petersburg, Taiwan, uh, Abu Dhabi, <clears throat> and Ireland. So here we go to the bad shit. Between 2007 and 2009, a thousand stores closed. Uh, after the closure of 2,000 restaurants, a uh, majority stake in the company was purchased. A uh, deal of them lending about one-third of the company's $900 million debt and infused about $150 million cash in the company. Now, that was, again, when we had the like, bad recession. Uh, they also brought in a UPS store. They were trying to counteract shrinking sales by promoting the quality of the food. But then they filed for bankruptcy in 2014. Um, and it went into debt and post bankruptcy, they opened a concept store called Quiznos Grill. They tried to rebrand themselves, but the reviews, uh, highlighted the high price. Um, the concept got abandoned and they turned into Zepp's Epic sandwiches. Some of the Quiznos Grill sandwiches remained on the menu. Um, and so 2018, it was acquired by High Bluff Capital Partners and the chain maintained its headquarters in Denver. Now, outside of the locations, you now get to advertising. They got to this advertising thing in the Super Bowl, which is good. Uh, one commercial in 2003 depicted a man who had been raised by wolves by suckling in a mother's wolf teat. Other promotions include a 2004 campaign featuring bizarre rodent-like singing creatures called sponge monkeys edited by Joel Veitch as well as a series of Quiznos commercials and Canada feeling hockey commentator Don Cherry. Um, so then they did the eat up with the mmm toasty. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan formerly did all the voiceover work. <clears throat> uh, then they started fighting Subway with the prime rib cheap steak challenge. Blah, blah, blah. Quiznos was shown competing in the fictional wrong way. Um, but anyway. Which you then get into outside of this mascot thing with the we like the moon. Uh, we love the subs. The, so, like, they looked like crushed little rats. It was very creepy. I think everybody thought they were creepy. They looked like dead mice. It was really terrible. So, yes, they were in Boulder. Also, Cat loves Irish boys. What about Irish sailors? Hey, do you guys have any, sa have you seen any sailors? I love Irish boys. I love Irish women, so there. I don't even know if I ever really have met any actual Irish. You love Irish anything? What about, um, 
Irish goodbyes. I love Irish goodbyes. I've tried to incorporate more and more Irish goodbyes in my life. They're the best. I really, really do not like saying goodbye. So now I just tell like one or two people and I just leave. Before you see everybody get Tinder Premium, just use travel mode in Ireland. But you're not, are you even in Ireland? All right, so here's where we get weird with Quiznos. Lawsuits and controversies. Quiznos has been the target of several lawsuits related to its treatment of franchisees, including lawsuits in New Jersey and Wisconsin. It has faced more lawsuits from franchisees than bigger chains, such as McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, blah, 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 according to analysts. In 2007, franchisees filed a lawsuit seeking class action status in Michigan. One lawsuit filed in New Jersey said that the astounding growth record of Quiznos was merely a mirage. In 2003 and 2004, Quiznos said it sold 234 trade areas in the state of New York to franchisees, collecting the $25,000 franchisee fee, but none of these locations ever opened, according to the lawsuit. Three years after handing over the check for a fee, Elisa Whitehall said that she had yet to open a Quiznos in the location she bought and that Quiznos refused to return the fee. One lawsuit cited a memorandum drafted by the Quiznos lawyer in 2003 that stated 40% of Quiznos units are not breaking even, a fact that prospective franchisees say they were never told. The Small Business Administration said 23.4% of Quiznos franchises with SBA loans failed. In contrast, Subway had a 4.8% failure rate. As a single example of unprofitable franchise, Frederick N. Westerfield was running three Quiznos in Wisconsin. After spending 14 grand in personal savings to keep the stores running, he realized he had a debt of $750,000. He closed all of his stores in 2005. Customers used to come into the store and say to me, you must be rolling in the money, he recalled. If they only knew. In 2002, the Seattle Times reported that the company initially ignored the plight of a Quiznos employee who took over operations of a Quiznos store after the true owner abandoned it. Months later, the store was closed. 2004, the Quiznos at downtown crossing Boston was the center of a hepatitis scare. 2006, Quiznos sent letters to 3,000, or I'm sorry, 300 franchises saying mystery shoppers would be coming in to test their services. The company sued franchise owners Richard Petrowski and Ellen Blickman for not putting enough meat in a prime rib sandwich. See, Black Hat? Uh, Petrowski and Blickman countersued and won the lawsuit in 2009. Judge Morris Hoffman called the meat-weighing exercise and subsequent termination letters a charade aimed at bolstering a national ad campaign against rival Subway. On November 27, 2006, Bupinder Baber, franchise owner of two Long Beach, California locations, committed suicide after a legal battle with the company. In a suicide note, Baber attributed mistreatment by Quiznos to driving him to suicide. The Toasted Subs Franchisee Association, can you believe that? A group of franchisees posted the suicide note on its website and intended to raise money for his family. Quiznos attempted to terminate the TFSA's franchises. The TSFA, in turn, filed an injunction 
in 2006 in the District Court of Colorado. A 2014 article in the Long Beach Post suggested that the factors that contributed to Bader's suicide also led to the parent company's bankruptcy in 2014. As of July 1, 2010, Quiznos was close to reaching a settlement over the multi-year class action lawsuit that covers nearly 10,000 of its current and former franchisees. The case comprises four separate class action lawsuits dating back to 2006, which consolidated in 2009, involved allegations by attorneys for franchisees that Quiznos Franchise Co. and other entities with ownership or control of the chain had violated U.S. racketeering and corruption statutes. Also, an issue was the chain's supply and food costs, marketing and advertising funds, and disputes among franchisees that agreed to but did not open locations and whether royalties are owed. <clears throat> Quiznos denied all claims made in the lawsuits, and the settlement agreement involves no finding or admission or liability, Nonetheless, the cost of Quiznos had been estimated from 100 to 200 million while also forcing it to implement a new business plan, quote unquote, which puts more support into its franchisees. So that uh, that is an interesting sort of a little bit of a jump down the rabbit hole, I guess. I, I liked Quiznos. I thought the subs were good, but apparently the quality preparation, everything else, they couldn't hack it. Um, Boo Pinder Baber. Well, it's like, yeah, B-H-U-P-I-N-D-E-R. Look, I'm not always the best at pronunciating stuff, but I try. Yeah, it was really weird with those sponge monkey things. That was very much like when when advertising companies got wind of this, like, let's make things zany, not make any sense, and that will sell our product. Because it'll go viral and people will talk about it. Like, yeah, but then what is it? It's like these crushed mice. We like the moon. We got a pepper ball. The subs are going to eat. And you're like, dude, it looks like dead rodents. Do you want to go eat at a sub place where the mascots are like dead rats? Not not attractive. No. That's, that's a swing and a miss. But the pepper bar was awesome. Pepper bar is fucking good. Boulder? Yes. You blame the Noid? Who who else was annoyed by the Noid? Get it? It's annoyed. Sh fucking shut up. I want to find the person who thought that that was a cute joke. And just like, get all in their face and like, strangle them a little bit. You blame fish nuggets. That doesn't even, why? They needed your foot anointing spa? It Quiznos? Hi, would you like a sub and a foot rub? Yeah, the sub smelling feet. <laughs> I know. That's because I use foot juice. <laughs> a happy ending, Quiznos. Here, let's talk about let's talk about subs though. Let's talk about the next level, because you know who I feel like took 
the Quiznos-ish model, but then did it right and moved it up into his potbelly. Is anyone here a fan of potbelly? The potbelly's a wreck. Bigs, so big wreck. Oh my god, is it fucking good. I love that sandwich and sub. Ugh. Up there with Jones Barbecue and foot massage. <laughs> Every place the black cat opens, it just has a foot anointing spot. It, you're like, <laughs> foot juice. <laughs> Tropical Smitty Cafe plus foot spa. Like, why does my. <laughs> we use some water because that's better for the environment. And if you don't agree, that's because you don't care about the oceans. Just shut up. <laughs> Man, but potbelly, potbelly subs and sandwiches are delicious. And they do the toasting thing, much like Quiznos. I feel like they kind of just, I don't know if, how long they've been around, but it's, oh, it's almost the same setup. You go in, you order the sub, they prepare it, you can pick your ingredients, whatever. And then they put on a little conveyor belt and it goes through a toaster. And then it comes out the other end, they do the final prep and there's your sub. And they're delicious. They're a higher quality ingredient. Like, look, I don't mean to sound like I'm just ragging on Subway, but, like, I think I've gotten food poisoning a couple times from Subway. And, like, there's this one Subway one, and it smells like burnt hair. And, like, I can't talk about it because it's going to make me throw up. But, like, some Subways, I feel like <laughs> it's like Subway, Subway, if you know what I mean. And I think you do. But, like, man, those potbelly subs. And then they have a place, uh, I don't know if you, Bellachinos with the grinders. Oh, man, we used to occasionally get those grinder sandwiches. Those are fucking good, too. I feel like Quiznos, if they had just kept it on the up and up and been better with the franchisee support and maybe done some better research on cost, I feel like they were winning the game because... For a time, it was kind of like, who the fuck wants to go to Subway? You can go to Quiznos. Like, that's like Papa John's pizza. I respect a lot of people's difference of opinion. But if you like Papa John's pizza, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Papa John's pizza is fucking terrible. That's like dumpster pizza. I'd rather go to some... Flophouse place in Detroit that's using melted plastic to make their pizza than eat a Papa John's pizza. Fucking gross. I don't know if there's something about the sauce to me. Is it like foot sauce? Is it like... <laughs> Black cat! I don't know why these ones they smell like gear. What is with you? Smells. Holy shit. I needed that laugh. (laughs) 
Black Hat, no, I never would have guessed. I love flop houses. You just come to Detroit. You'd be in hog heaven. You got, what, I don't know, thousands to 100,000 square miles or something of that. 90% of the city of Detroit is just a flop house. I mean, shit, some of them have dead leg, fucking human legs sticking up out of the floor. Why does this building smell like bodies? Because they're in there. Oh, boy. Well, that's it for another 11 p.m. nightcap. Uh, shared some laughs, talked about candy and Quiznos. Like I say, I always wondered what happened to them. I was like, they were they were everywhere, and they just disappeared. And I know when that depression hit, a lot of shit closed. But I, I at the time, was just like, they all just dried up and went away. Well, that's what happens when you get a whole bunch of class action lawsuits and everything else. Thanks for making you want a sub. You should get a sub. I'm thinking about it. I know it's midnight, but I'm thinking about getting a sub. I don't know where, but I'll find a place. You need one out in the middle of nowhere? What, a Quiznos? Cat lives in the middle of nowhere. Everybody here lives in the middle of nowhere. I think except for me. I live in an outhouse. <laughs> That's cool, cat. Yeah, you're cool. The closest restaurant is McDonald's. It's 30 minutes away. You live with wild cats? Just eat one of the wild cats. Or get one of the wild cats to get you some food and bring it back. Just train them to hunt for you. You could have voles, moles, mice, rats, birds, possibly small raccoons. But you could get all sorts of tasty treats that the cats would bring you. You just got to communicate with them better. All right. I'm out of here. That's going to do it for tonight. Thank you so much, everyone, for stopping by. And as we say at the end of all these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit. We'll see you again tomorrow at 11 p.m.